Welcome to episode 86 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. So before we uh, begin our podcast, we have a couple of uh, things to talk about. We've got Patreon. Patreon.com is a great place to go and sponsor your favorite artists like ourselves. You can be part of the Chew Crew for as little as a dollar a month, and that would help sponsor us and help us uh, go to, uh, to other cons and do the interviews that we like to do and a bunch of other fun stuff. And so it, it starts a dollar a month and that will give you like a shout out and then it goes all the way up to different tiers and there's different uh, types of rewards like podcasts that you can be on or that you can direct. Um, you can get t-shirts, hats. There's a n- numerous amount of things. So that's patreon.com forward slash chew on this podcast. Um, and of course, the second thing we always have to talk about um, is Wawa. Um, let's see, we've done the coffee thing, we've done the ho- uh, hoagies or sub sandwiches or well, whatever uh, you uh, want to call them out here. Grinders, t- if you're in Massachusetts. I tell you what, like when I was out there visiting you the last time I was out there, uh, we played a lot of video games, and right. and the best thing about that is you got always got to have some munchies nearby. So I remember taking a trip to Wawa and just loading up on sandwiches and drinks and chips and all sorts of different uh, goodies because they have everything there. You don't have to go to Walmart or go to any of those huge places. Wawa has everything you need, and it's really easy to get in and out. Uh, So that was kind of nice, being able to just go back to your place and, like, watch a video game or play video games and, and eat our munchies. So. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, that is hashtag West Coast Wawa because we're not stopping until Wawa gets out here. And we've been doing this for what three or four months now. Yes, it's it's been a long three or four months. Every time we have to mention this, and they, so. and they keep expanding, but in the opposite direction. So they, <laughs> yeah. they just open one keep in staying DC. On the East Coast. Yeah. They keep staying on the East Coast. Yeah, they need to come over here. Yeah. So this is a special podcast for us because we actually have not a correspondent not yet we'll see how it goes we're we're hoping that he wants to be a off the books correspondent because we don't actually have books to pay him <laughs> so a friend of mine john velasco um known him for a long time uh he used to work for a cell company cell phone company uh that reviewed all cell phones um and now he's with i believe it's called vr source i hope that's right but he'll tell you the right name uh later on in the episode when he actually is on um, and he is going to be reporting all the cool things that he saw this week at E3. So we actually have something that uh, we can't afford to go to, but somebody actually does this for a living. Yeah, so, this is the first time. This is the first time we get to really dive into to games and other things. And talk yeah, about, exactly. So, and tech, um, so, so I'm excited. He, he definitely knows way more about this stuff than we do. Obviously, we have a... We have consumer knowledge, but he's actually behind the scenes for all this cool stuff. So hopefully this is an ongoing thing for us. Uh, I hope you enjoy the podcast. This will be our first uh, kind of reporting from like breaking news almost. Yes. I'm going to put, I'm going to put a sound effect where it shows that, where you hear that like breaking news. Yeah. Put it right before it. All right. All right. Well, awesome. Well, welcome John to the table.
All right, so welcome again to this special podcast. We've got a friend of mine on here, John Velasco. I've known him for years, all the way from Best Buy. He was the Best Buy mobile manager, and, and actually he got on TV before I did. He got on as a uh, – actually, he got more exposure than I did because I've only been on local TV um, uh, at Good Day Sacramento. John has actually been on national television during the really? holidays. Yeah, remember the Best Buy commercial? Was that uh, national? That was not national. Oh, well, then I'd still beat you then. Fuck, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was just going to ask, like, how, how laid did you get on that, by that, for that commercial? <laughs> Probably not. Anyway. Um, so, okay, so John Velasco was not on national television, so I'm still one and up in him. But he, but he's, he gets to go to all this cool shit, which is why we're here. So before we get started on all the E3 stuff, John, um, I want to just let everybody know where you're from. You know, I know you did, you were in the mobile company first. So drop those names if you want to, and then drop the name of your company that yeah. you're working for now. Well, I started out with this company called Phone Arena, so it catered to pretty much smartphone reviews. I was there for roughly a little bit over seven years, um, right after Best Buy. I did that, uh, basically a writer, journal, uh, journalist, uh, YouTuber, I guess. Um, and then last year, I made the switch after, I believe, seven, I said seven years, yeah, seven years. Uh, made switch to Android Authority, which I'm not sure if you guys know, but uh, they have a pretty big following when it comes to um, Android in general. So I've been doing that. I'm the editor at large there, and I also cover VR for a sister website called VR Source. So that primarily covers virtual reality and mixed reality. Um, so anything along that line, I cover there. So I've been doing that for the past year now. So that's. Um that's great that you get to do stuff that you love. Um, we're we're doing this. Well, you get paid for it. We don't. This is completely free, which is why we didn't that's fly. That's crazy. Out. I think it's which costing is, us money. Right. <laughs> which is why we didn't fly out to Sacramento after E three. Gotcha. Yeah. So uh, right off the bat, what was the coolest thing you saw at E three this year? The okay. So the coolest thing. I wouldn't say the coolest, but I guess it's the coolest. Um, the lines, it's 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 unbelievable. Like that's not the coolest thing. I could see that shit at the supermarket. <laughs> but but it's was it in virtual scene. reality? Was it in virtual reality though? Virtual reality, oh, lines. <laughs> the most boringest game ever. That that would have been awesome. I put it in VR headset and I see these lines and I take it off and I don't see them. But unfortunately, <laughs> the lines were there in reality. But um, but yeah, I guess uh, VR is always it's interesting. It's still growing. Um, this year, for me, I think the coolest thing was uh, multiplayer VR because, you know, for a while there, we didn't know where VR is going to go. Uh, this year, they made a big push for multiplayer VR, and I got to play, you know, a bunch of games that utilize the uh, multiplayer aspect. And it's it's a totally different ball game because now you're actually, you know, moving. You're actually physically working in these games, competing against other people. But, yeah, that's I guess that's one of the big things for me that stood out because I do cover, you know, just... Primarily VR. I didn't get a chance to play any of the console games or standard console games. So that area, I can't speak too much about. Well, that just ended um, the entire podcast because that yeah, was where most of my questions were. <laughs> no, I want to. I'm interested in that VR, the multiplayer VR, because I really want to play like a like a Mike Tyson's Punch Out game, and I want to punch oh, Vic God. in the face. Yeah, I just want to punch him. So You'd still lose. <laughs> I don't you know. Punch man. him in the in the balls, like yeah, that's you know, right. Low blow. There you go. Right. <laughs> um, 
well, I, I'm a big. Uh, I'm. A, we're both huge gamers, uh, but I'm. I'm still like old school. I love like the old school Nintendo, and so mm-hmm. every time a new Nintendo system comes out, I'm really like. Of course, I'm. I'm jonesing for a Super Mario Brothers game or a Zelda game or even a Metroid mm-hmm. game, and I know that all three of those are coming out with new new ones. So, um, did you get to see any kind of, like, Nintendo, any any one of those games? Uh, unfortunately, no. <laughs> no! First of all, yeah, I wish I, I had... It's 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 tough with the, with trade shows, um, you know, the big shows like this. Yes, it's fun, but getting the chance to go around and actually playing the games, it's, it's, it's tough. Because we have, you know, not only do we have to cover the stuff that we're supposed to cover, but then afterwards, after you shoot the video, you gotta write about it, and then you gotta <laughs> go and uh, edit the footage, and it just takes time. By the end of the day, you're just like, no. And plus, uh, the, the lines themselves, like, uh, we were at the NVIDIA booth, we were talking to some of the people there, they had a line, they said it, t- it took four hours for them to play one game. That's crazy. And to me, like to me, it's not worth it because it's like, first of all, the game's going to eventually come out. Yes, you do get to play it ahead of time. You get a sneak peek, but it'll be probably coming out in what less than a year. It's probably Uh, it's probably like for the PR, uh, the VR porn games. I bet uh, that's what's (laughs) taking so long. That's yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, report, on, report on those, John. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still the VR porn stuff. Uh, so far, it's still what I call static. You, you're just like looking around, right? You're just sitting. You're looking around, looking behind you, looking in front of you. But it's not like getting up, using your hands. I saw something like BuzzFeed or something where the Japanese, of course, leave it to the Japanese. Oh to, yeah. To do the virtual reality porn, but they actually invented robots. like this. Yeah, well, not just the robots, but they invented this thing, this like machine that this like actually insert. goes in your cock. <laughs> yeah, like that you actually like insert it, and then like if she's riding you, the the machine goes up and down on you, like she would in the virtual reality. So and this I'm is just, reality. Yeah, <laughs> that just seems like a lot of work. Yeah, that's a lot. Of, it's a lot of gear to put on, and then like it, it better be waterproof too. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spray some disinfectant after you choose. Yeah, you exactly. Go. Like, what's the rust on that? Oh. Like, is, there, is that rust proof? Yeah, you can't return the two. There's no. It's a no return policy. Because like, think about think about your console joysticks, right? I mean, you're not using that for porn. But, like, after, like, a lot of games, you know, the, oh the joysticks gosh. get a little sticky, right? Oh, so yeah. imagine, like, this virtual reality shit. Like, that's oh. after six months of playing, like, normal video games and the, the joystick sticks on the control pad. Yeah. But, like, I'm guessing after the first use, your fucking virtual reality shit's going to, like, be sticky. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, man, speaking of that, like, the worst thing about VR when you play it at these trade shows is, let's say, so. okay, so... The cleaning process is probably horrible. Not everyone does the same same thing. It's always different. Some of them wipe down the headsets, but then others, they don't. And then when you put on the headset, the foamy part around the headset, you feel that nasty, sweaty, like, feel oh, on your fuck. face. And I'm like, oh, this guy was, like, sweating profusely, and now it's like a spongy mess that's on your face. And that annoys the crap out of me. I- I'm not sure why... 
they don't remove it or have like some sort of some sort of like uh, adhesive or I, I don't know a condom or something. But yeah. <laughs> so so that it's it's the worst at the porn booths, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it gets hot and steamy in there. <laughs> clean up, clean up on all four. You know, you know, it's funny too. Our best performing video to date with VR source is a porn video, mm. a virtual porn, which is. And that, that was like last year. We covered that last year, and it's. I think still I remember that video. I think that was the only one I played. Yeah, probably. That was me. Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I can imagine that. I mean, the porn industry is always changing, kind of changing everything. You know, Blu-rays and you know, Betamax and VHS. I mean, they always seem like they're at the forefront of the. Yeah technology thing. That's who Sony and like all these guys who are ma- like that's who Sony and Microsoft should be talking to about like the next time like Blu-ray versus HD DVD comes out they should just talk to the porn industry and say which one do you guys prefer and then right. that's what they fucking do. Right, exactly. Like every time. They're gonna drive it. Every, yeah, it, it's it's crazy. But I don't know. To me still the, the whole VR porn it's it's like it's like <laughs> it's weird <laughs> in a way. It's like Okay, I'm just looking. I'm still looking. You, when you stand up, it's like, oh, I'm not standing up. I can't. I can't go around. I can't be on top. Or <laughs> right, it's right. still static to me. So yeah. There's still a long ways to go. But so what you're saying is, it's it's not like the real thing. Yeah, it's not not the real thing. <laughs> no. fact, oh, so, we're, we're clo- we can get there very quickly, but it's going to take a little bit of time. Yeah, so it's going to cost like twenty grand to get one of those. <laughs> What um, so? What games, if any, did you see there that you were like really blown away by? Were you able to play anything or see yeah, people yeah. play? So, or? Okay, you know, like with us, we have our we schedule meetings ahead of time, so mm-hmm. it's a set schedule. We meet with the, with the companies, we do demos. So one game that I really enjoyed is uh, it's going to be with the uh, Oculus Rift. So uh, it's 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 called I guess what what's the name of it? Uh, Echo Arena, which is this. Uh, it's a multiplayer VR game. It's actually a spinoff. It's going to launch with the single player campaign. It's called um, Lone Echo. So basically, the premise here is that you're floating in outer. Sp- it's an out like in zero G. It's set in zero G, but this game is a multiplayer game. It's kind of like Ultimate Frisbee. But in zero G, and oh, cool. it's 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 very interesting because you're doing a lot of grabbing. You're holding because if you're floating, of course you got to grab onto something. So you're grabbing on ledges, on bars, um, and you use the controllers. The controllers. I'm not sure if you guys ever use them, but they are probably the best controllers for VR because uh, you have like articulation with your fingers, your individual fingers. So if you're going to grab something, you like squeeze like as if you're going to grab something. If you want to point at something, you extend your index finger, and it does that in VR. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so it, it, it's really fun because it's it's competitive, and the zero G thing is interesting because I guess you you could also uh, move, you could propel forward. You have these, uh, I guess, these rockets behind you on your backpack, and um, in a way, it kind of does a good job of mimicking what it's like to be in zero G. Um, but you're just throwing this frisbee from one guy to another. Uh, you could punch them, you could stun them, um, and you could also like grab their. Like, like hold on to them or oh, I guess cool. piggyback them, uh, but it's 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 really intense. You're like moving around everywhere, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's a Does lot it give of you like motion sickness at all? They the games have gotten better. 
definitely, I think nowadays, very few games make me sick with VR. Um, the early titles, like when PSVR launched, like, God, the thing made me sick after 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess the, uh, the the system, it was it was the system, basically, because uh, the it hardware. was just the yeah, the hardware. So once the PS4 came out, it kind of eliminated that. Um, but it's, it, it's the only time I really get sick is um, when you have that illusion of not moving your body. Your body's not moving, mm-hmm. uh, but the game is moving. Like uh, for example, like if you ever played a first-person shooter, but for yeah. VR, you notice like if you want to move forward, you're not really moving forward. You like teleport there because the act of like you know if you press a joystick up or an analog stick up and you expect to move forward but yeah. your body's telling you oh I'm not moving forward but I'm seeing I'm moving forward <laughs> that can make you sick yeah. yeah that it makes it, it, it messes with your mind so so they, they do a lot of things to try to minimize that and, and the teleportation thing kind of helps but uh, every now and then I come across a game like that but for the most part they've been pretty good frame rates are nice um, so it, it's very rare now um, I noticed that uh, I was reading somewhere that they're doing a Walking Dead uh, VR and a, a Fallout 4, I think, is another one. Um, yeah, I think the PS VR is doing Fallout 1. Yeah, and it, it just seems like, I mean, so my my brother actually has a VR business here in town, and, and he has the, the Vibe, he has the Oculus and the nice. PS4. Yeah, he's got all three, and they all, he says they all have their strengths and weaknesses. And, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's pretty fascinating. I got to play the uh, the Star Wars one. You're on Tatooine, and uh, you got to defend the Millennium Falcon and, and R2D2. It's pretty cool. Actually, you got to like pull a lightsaber out and block laser shots and all that stuff. It's really, really, really cool. Now, how um, responsive was that though? Like, um, you know, sometimes you have you have to let the animation run its course before you could do another attack. Um, it seemed to be pretty smooth. I oh, was nice. pretty impressed. Um, you had to wait. To pull the lightsaber, like like there's certain times where, you know, you're just kind of like pushing buttons and doing this and that, and then when the stormtroopers come, that's when you can pull the lightsaber out. Like you can't pull it out anytime you want. It's just like when that sequence starts, you know, you could do it. And so they had kind of like that, but it was really smooth. I mean, they were shooting at you, and you can block the laser bolt and actually direct it back at him to kill him. You know, if you want to, nice. if you do it just right. So it was pretty. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Um, really, really impressed. Um, but uh, so, beside uh, so VR seems like that's kind of where a lot of the, the those are the big ticket items that are kind of starting to develop more and more the, each yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's getting a following. Um, last year was the big rollout. This year they're just refining the titles. Um, like I said, they pushed out to multiplayer VR, which is nice. Uh, but the top tier titles. Uh, it, it's it's still coming along. Like uh, we haven't heard anything about what Microsoft is going to do with the Xbox One X console. Oh, they yeah. kind of hinted a little bit about you know VR stuff, but uh, if you guys don't know, like Microsoft has been doing the mixed reality uh, stuff with like the Hololens, and now all these other mixed reality headsets. So I have a feeling that they're going to just wait off on that until they have that ironed down. But uh, yeah, VR is still it's it's. The biggest problem with VR, like, for, like, do, do you guys own one? 
I don't, but like okay. I said, my brother runs a business, and so like I've I've been watching it. I just I don't want to invest in it until I I there know. Yeah, I I, I always see go. something come out, and I go, oh, it looks pretty cool, but I, it's not where I want it yet. Like I just keep waiting for something to come out, and they keep getting cheaper and cheaper every year. And then the games that are coming out are, are not very expensive at all. They're like six bucks, you know, for this yeah. or. You know, or they're episodic. So, um, yeah, but I, I will, I mean, I'm very impressed with the vibe so far. I think out of all the three that he's got. And if anything, I, I'm looking at, well, okay, I want to buy this, but I need to have a good piece of hardware before I buy that. So, because I want to be able to run it smooth. Um, exactly. That's 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 the biggest hurdle, I guess, right now for real VR because you guys have probably tried out like the Samsung VR, mobile VR, that you, or or what I like to call just mobile VR in general. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's it's different, right? It's it's like it's almost a novelty, I guess, or gimmicky in a way. Yes. Um, but with real VR, the full, you know the Oculus Rift, the HTC Vive, the PlayStation VR, they deliver very convincing VR experiences. But like you said, the biggest thing here is just cost. Like, who's going to spend over a thousand dollars just to have this? Uh, it's for the average consumer. That's just way too much of an investment. Even the PSVR, it's the cheapest one to own. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that's still you're looking at what three hundred dollars for the console, and then another the four hundred console. Exactly. Yeah. So four four hundred for the I think for the yeah for the actual VR. So John, what uh, what is what is the VR? What's the difference between like the fad of three D TVs versus this VR thing? Like any inside information on that about you know what the market is actually saying? Is this thing going to stick around? Because I have a three D TV and I've probably used it five Don't times. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm same boat. Um, but with uh, VR, it's uh, well. First of all, you have you're, it's backed by let's see. You have well, I wouldn't say HTC, but Steam. Steam's on board with with the with Vive and and VR. You have Oculus, which is backed by uh, Facebook. Uh, so you know they're going to have a lot of money. They're going to invest a lot of stuff into this. Um, and now you're going to uh, Sony has of course PSVR and Microsoft. Uh, you know, next level is going to be. Bringing it to mixed realities, um, it's it's still it's still a niche you know niche market, but mm-hmm. uh, it's it's definitely it's going to prove to be it's going to have how can I say this? Uh, it's going to be more widespread than H three D TVs. Three mm-hmm. D TVs were just I don't know just 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 gimmicky, but this like if you guys if you use the the HTC Vive, the Oculus Rift, like. I can't tell you how many times I've had people come over and they checked out and they're just blown away by the experience. This is not gimmicky. And next thing you know, it like uh, with the mixed reality stuff, one of these days, like you, we won't need TVs, we won't need computers, we won't need, you know, all our connected devices because everything is going to be virtualized. And you know, maybe it's not going to happen in ten years, maybe fifty years, but you'll come home. Your living room, it's just going to be your furniture, you know, just a very minimalistic look. And then you just put on maybe a, a, a pair of glasses or some sort of headset. And the next thing you know, it, everything is just virtualized. And it's going to it's gonna change a lot of things, even the way we work, our jobs. A lot of these jobs can be done remotely. You know, I give, I give the uh, – God bless you. I give the uh, – I give the example of let's say you're a security guard for a store, right? Uh Usually, you go into the store and you have your office there that has all the cameras and you're watching, monitoring. 
but with mixed reality or even virtual reality, you could be at home. Excuse me, sorry about that. Uh, everything is done, um, you know, uh, online, and um, you'll see all the feeds, you know, in VR. Um, it's, and it's it's gonna it's definitely gonna revolutionize stuff. It's we're still at the you know at the beginning. It's now, still when you expensive. say, when you say uh, virtual reality and mixed reality. I don't think a lot of people who are listening would know the difference. So why don't okay. you explain what that is? Okay, so virtual reality is like you're totally put into a different world. Like for example, the Matrix. That's what I would consider a virtual reality. Now, what mixed reality is, it's, it's a combination of both. Um, and it's kind of close to what uh, Google Glass is like. So you put on a see-through, uh, transparent display over, your, over your, your face, your eyes, and it actually transposes stuff over over reality, so um, I'll give you an example here. Let's say, let's say I had I had this headset, it's a mixed reality headset, and I met I met Vic for the first time in so many years. But we're Facebook friends, we're connected. So what this mixed reality thing will do? It's like a pair of sunglasses, but then you'll start seeing like um, it'll give you notifications of the last time you talked to him, and I'll tell you his mom's you know his mom's name is. Uh, I don't know your mom's name, but uh, let's say it's Nina, and um, and uh, it'll tell you uh, it's her birthday's coming up. You might want to say happy, wish her a happy birthday. That's like, a lot have- of cheating of like lying to people that you <laughs> exactly. actually give a shit about. It's it's gonna it's gonna come down to that. It's gonna tell like, you like honestly, John. Like it, if you come on every single year and do E three and CES. I'm still not going to know like when your birthday is, and yeah. I'm telling you right now, if I do in the future, it's because I have VR glasses on. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Nothing is safe. It's but then like again, lying. you can lie. It's basically yeah. lying. Yeah. You're basically lying, like thinking, like letting people think they actually give a shit about you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I could just imagine in the future people just coming home and putting on their glasses because, like. Right now, I mean, we're living in such a social media world with Instagram and Snapchat. Wasn't that Wally, that's why everybody was fat. Facebook. Yeah, we got lazy. We, got, we all that's good. That's like virtual reality right there. You just like get lost in that world, and you, your body just. But isn't that why everybody's fat? Because they had the VR glasses. They were watching TV like right in front of their faces, right? That's true. Yes. And all. But the... then, but then you could do a VR exercising. You could be on a <laughs> on a treadmill or on a bike, which, which they have now. A... <laughs> well, yeah, that would make sense, I guess, right? Well, uh, people could use it for advertising. I mean, mostly. They could. It would be like uh, a mix between virtual reality and the th- that thing in the minority report. Yeah. And scan your eyes. Yes, oh, that's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's a perfect example of mixed reality, I'd say. That's scary. Perfect yeah, that, example. Yeah. So there's no rumblings of Skynet coming out of E3, right? <laughs> Uh, no, not yet. But damn, I'm telling you, computers are definitely going to take over the world. There's no doubt about it. Do, oh, did you read that thing that uh, this week that uh, the first artificial intelligence created something from nothing? Oh, geez, that's it started. Uh, I think they, uh, it, they they created an image of a human that never existed. Like it actually thought about a, a person that never existed. Like it had imagination. It drew it. Yeah, I, or created that, it. Like on yeah, drew it. I guess. If you want to call it that, but it's not like drawing a pencil. It's they would like basically just create the image from nothing in Photoshop, but wow. they did it. That's so weird. Yeah, that's like that's that's crazy because that means it's the beginning of like imagination and creativity. Freedom. 
Yeah, from humans, we're fucked. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> they're going to kill us all when we're watching the virtual reality porn. That's when they're going to get us. Yeah. <laughs> or when you're taking a dump. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, so I really, oh man, I really wanted to talk video games because, like, I, I'm so I, I all I've, I've been doing for the last like four days is watching game trailers, just one after another after Dude, another. So good, oh man, it yeah. feels like this year they just really pulled out all the stops. I mean, there's so many games out. Um, well, we can still uh, talk about games, like John. What's the, what's yeah. the best VR game you've played so far? best VR game. Um, it, I would even need to be from E3. Uh, super hot. Super hot VR. I'm not sure. It, it was a PC game first. Sounds like a so, porn. Yeah. <laughs> super fun. Super no, so, yeah. It's, so uh, it's, it kind of reminds me of The Matrix. Basically, The Matrix. You have bullet time effects. So, it's a first person game. You have your, you know, your virtual hands. You could punch people. But the unique thing about the game is that when you move freely time moves normal but if you slow down your movements if you move very slowly or keep still time like pretty much almost slows down to the point where you could you could dodge bullets you could um you could uh, basically need a big living room to play this game no no (laughs) (laughs) well it's after each board it's like i'd say your your boundary is like roughly four feet Four feet from the center point, so Nobody you can move within that space. The high rises of New York City can play this game. <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? You can absolutely do it. There's um, people living like ten by ten closets in New York City or San Francisco. They're not going well, to be living in reality. No, it could be pretty static. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to sit there. <laughs> well, look, like you could, you could, you could, you could rearrange the uh, the distance so if you want to have it very small you could still do it there's just a little bit of movement um but for the most part these games so far don't have you like running fl- all the way from one side of the room to the other it's just <laughs> you're still tethered so that'd be uh, quite funny yeah and then so, it'll give you uh, enough cable to run so it like jerks your head <laughs> <laughs> it's like you, you, you reach the limit you gotta come back yeah <laughs> Uh, one of the things that I saw um, that I was really stoked about uh, was uh, Shadow of the Colossus, uh, the remaster uh, for PS4, yeah. which I already I had it for the PS2. Then I bought it for the PS3 when they remastered that, and now they're gonna, now they're going to come out with it again. But, acre. but it looks it looks amazing. Holy does, shit, yeah. it looks amazing. It looks beautiful. Yeah, you know, so, the, the graphics that the blew me away so far. This. Uh, the, this E3 was uh, God of War 4. Oh, yeah. oh War. yes. Yeah. I saw that last year. They teased that last year. I remember, because I, I was actually at the uh, PlayStation event last year, the press conference this year. Fortunately, did not get an invite, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, it's... it's. Uh, that, I remember last year when we saw Kratos. At first, I didn't know what game, what it was, but then when he came out of the shadows and we saw his face, everyone was just like, God, these people are like, damn, they love this game. Yeah, but, it's yeah. A, well, the last one wasn't that great, but I mean, the the God of War series has always had great graphics, and what because like you know um, the cutscenes, you, you'd always be able to tell obviously like when yeah. the action was starting when the cutscenes were, but for this one, you couldn't tell the difference. No. It was it was fucking seamless, 
And that was crazy because the cutscene graphics look just as good as the action the gameplay. Yeah. yeah, it's just it was crazy. That, now, that, that the graphics blew me away for that one. They did. They did announce. I get. I, I think I read it that they did announce a date that's going to come in, that when's going to be coming out, but it's not until twenty eighteen. Am I correct? That I'm not sure. Yeah. I just remember. I, I don't. I don't stay till the end. Nah. <laughs> as soon as the trailers are over, I don't give a shit. Yeah, like yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. But yeah, Bye. the yeah, graphics a, were there. I guess the the annoyance that people had this year with Sony was that they announced all these great titles, but they had no release dates, and not until next year, so 2018. No, no demos either. I imagine Spider-Man Sony, isn't it? And that's coming out this year. That would look good too. That so that's coming out this amazing. year, though. I think, right? I think so. Like after the movie, though. I would, yeah. I would hope, yeah, in year. time for the movie at least. Well, no, no. I think it's going to be later by around Christmas time. This movie, this game is going to be released. The movie comes out next month. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, it comes out pretty quick. The one thing I was really disappointed in Sony is they didn't show anything of uh, the Last of Us. Which uh, oh god, that game's I, so great. Yeah, I love that game so much, and. Uh, but yeah, they didn't have anything for that, so I don't know. No, they did Uncharted. Um, the Lost Legacy? Yeah, they had Uncharted. Uh, was the big the one. The Girl, well. right? Yeah. Spinoff? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm what that's going to be. I don't know, but the last uh, the last one was awesome. Yeah, the last, the last one was Uncharted amazing. was so good. Did you play that one, John? Uh, Uncharted? Yeah, the last one. Not yet, no. The fourth one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. So super good. good. A lot of characters. I got, I got played. Yeah, definitely got to play. Like Uncharted is just, it's just, it's just great. It's. What game are you playing now? Okay, so I don't play too many. I don't know how how you guys have the time to play games, but even when we I'm don't. like working, we don't. <laughs> I don't. Like I, I do play video games for a living. You know, I, I that's my job. But I do it just to review it. It's like I got I have to play this game just to review it. Uh, as far as console games. I haven't played a console game in probably a year at this point. It's it's been nothing but VR. I just don't have the time to play enough console games. You yeah. said the, so. You that game that you said was the best virtual reality game you played. Um, what was the name of it again? Super Hot VR. Super Hot, and who's it yeah. for? Uh, the Oculus. Uh, I think it's available for all three platforms: so PSVR, Oculus, and HTC. Which is your favorite uh, VR set? The the Oculus, the Oculus. Like, okay, so let's. When they first came out, it was the Vive. You know, if you the Vive was just like free roaming, real VR. You could move in space. Um, but the Oculus, I choose the Oculus Rift now because the the touch controllers. That was the missing thing that they needed when they launched. Because when they launched, it was kind of gimmicky. It was still like you could use you, you use the Xbox One controller. Mm-hmm. But you weren't really moving your hands. You're using a controller to move your character. So it's like I can just move my head and like stoop down. But as far as like movement and actions with your hands, you couldn't really do it. But now these controllers, um, they 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 are your hands in VR, and that's the biggest differentiator. Because unlike the uh, the HTC Vive controllers. You could actually independently move certain digits, like your index finger, your middle finger, um, and just the the motions uh, is just more realistic and natural. Uh, my least favorite has to be the PSVR, unfortunately. Why is yeah. that? 
Okay, so tracking. You know, the biggest thing for me is the, the tracking of the VR headsets, and it uses only one camera, the PlayStation camera, and um, it's and the move controllers too, uh, because everything's tracked by the uh, by the camera, and it sees all the LEDs. So the LEDs that are on the headset, the LEDs on the move controllers, on the DualShock 4 controller. But let's say, for example, you turn around, turn around facing away the camera, and the camera doesn't see see the uh, lights. It goes nuts for a second, so it it, it, it kind of pulls you back from the immersion, and uh, there's just a lot of tracking issues still with the uh, PlayStation VR. Granted, they do have like some solid titles like Resident Evil, but as far as like real immersive VR, the controllers to me are the differentiator. And when you're able to use your hands instead of just like pressing a button, that sells virtual reality, and that's why I choose the the Rift. How's yeah. the, the Batman game is exclusive to the PlayStation? Nope, not anymore. It's now How's, available. So it's really good on the Oculus, then. Uh, say it again. It's really good on the Oculus, the Batman I, game. Yes, it's uh, okay. So when I, it, it's a good. It's, I wouldn't even consider it as a game. I would consider it as a a showcase or a tease because you paid twenty bucks, I think, for the game mm-hmm. when it first mm-hmm. came out, and you beat it. In, I, I beat it in, in an hour. Um, and it wasn't really like the uh, the Arkham series. Uh, it's just like it was. I was just I was disappointed. The graphics were great, but as far as the VR stuff, like I wanted more. I wanted more out of it. But um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, I yeah, kinda was, heard, I kind of heard that about that. I just felt I heard that it wasn't like a very complete like you know no, like you said it was just kind of an appetizer, I guess. Yeah, you really didn't even uh, fight any opponents with your hands. Like, you know, it's all about the action. You know, the button mashing. I would, I thought, like, you were going to start punching the bad guys, but no. You were just like, click, click. Let me just try and use my uh, batarang to f- go over here. It was more of a storytelling than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, which, like you know, it, games? Yeah, yeah. Just, just like that. So... It, it, for for a game that's coming off the Arkham series, like it was a little bit of disappointment. But then again, I guess that's how they were going to tease or showcase virtual reality with the PSVR. Right, right. Mm. So probably, hopefully, a better game is coming out soon. Yeah, a full a full feature game. Like right for the the best game for the PlayStation VR still is Resident Evil Seven. That's the showcase Ooh. game. To me, it, it it was a long game. It wasn't like I beat it in two hours, which is the problem with many of these VR games. They're very short. Like, I have yet to play a VR game more than, I'd say, eight hours total. Oh, wow. That's, That's like, a lot. Yeah. Wow. And you pay $60, which is like, wow. Hmm. Yeah, they, they've got to figure your, out that. How long is the Resident Evil game? Is it the full game? Yeah, it's the full game. It's a full game. And the nice thing about it is when you buy it, you can play it normal and then if you happen to get the PSVR later it's enabled for virtual reality but that game I think total roughly around 7 hours That's 7 hours short too. Yeah. yeah still doesn't seem a lot if I if I played a second time around I'd probably beat it in 4 hours That's so really, they that's so they kind of they kind of need to figure out uh, a price, a better price point for these. Like you know, over time yeah. things will go down in price, and exactly. then make make things episodic. You know, they need to make bigger <laughs> hard drives to to house all this stuff. I, I get pissed off if I like uh, I'm with GameFly, 
And I get pissed off if I rent a game that's like 10 hours. You know? Like, oh, yeah? Yeah, like, it's annoying because, like, you finally start immersing yourself in the game and then all of a sudden, like, it's over. Done. Yeah. yeah, like, uh, <laughs> Order, like, 1866 or whatever that game was, like, a year ago. Did you ever play that one? No, probably not. No, not me. Um, but the game was gorgeous. It was, like, it was... The game was so beautiful. The The story was really cool. But the game only took, like, 12 hours to, yeah, to beat. So... And the way that it ended... Okay, yeah, I was, was going to say, like, how was the ending? The ending wasn't an ending. It set it up for, like, a oh. big... Like, you finally figure out the mystery and everything, and it just ends, like, okay, wait for the that next was, yeah. game. And I'm like, what the fuck? So if I paid 60 bucks for... Like, it was a gorgeous, really great game. Like, I would actually suggest renting it, but I would never pay $60 for that game. No, no, definitely not. So I don't, $60 I, for a seven-hour game? That's that, I mean, And that's the biggest <laughs> one, too? That, yeah. that would piss me off. Yeah. Uh, I think that's why games like you know Skyrim and Mass Effect, those kind of things that take 30, 40, 50 40 hours. hours. Yeah. yeah. Mass Effect for me took forever because you know, I have kids or whatever, but um, it took me like a month and a half. What the hell do you have the time to do that? Uh, when they're sleeping. Oh. That's the only time I have. Oh, you, man. Yeah, it's the only well, time we have to podcast is at night. We yeah, can't that's why do it podcast so late. Oh man, I, feel, I, I should be playing more video games then. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what my is. You're not working that fucking much. <laughs> that is true. No, you could literally, when you get off the phone with us, you could just pull a game out and start playing. Yeah. I could. Yeah, that's true. I can. Or go down to the strip club, like whichever. Yeah, that's always an option. The virtual strip. <laughs> the virtual. <laughs> You're like, I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> so, uh, any other cool things that happened at E3 that you that you saw or heard? Uh, let's see. This year, I just can't believe it's. It, well, it was bound to happen. Just the opening it up to the public, and I gotta say, those tickets are expensive. And if you're waiting for four hours for one game, and let's say you play two games in one day, I don't know what the hell you were thinking about even coming here and wasting the money because it's like one sixty, I think, for a one day pass. Holy cow! Wow. Yeah, one sixty for a one day pass, or you could get all, three days for two fifty, which is a better deal. But um, like, like, but he, they like sold that out guy too. Yeah, they sold out. Over what sixty-eight thousand people came to um, to E3 this year, um, and to me, it's to me E3 did lose its identity because of that. But you know what? It's it's for the fans. Um, I get it in a way. You know, being in the industry, being press, you know, you're used to just going there and being able to play. But this year, it was just totally different. You had to wait online, or 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 it. Or when they open it up, you could just run there, and hopefully you could get access really quick. But it, it's just it's it was just crazy this year. I, f- I felt like it was like PAX, and I go I usually go to PAX every year, um, PAX East, sometimes PAX Prime. But the culture there is starting to you know be the same here with uh, with E three. Well, they're they're trying to emulate the Comic Con model, yeah. you know. Um, because E3, as far as I remember, used to be just open up to, to, to if you were in the industry or you exactly. worked at a GameStop or something like that, you get to go, and that was it. They didn't have public yep. word be able to go. And now it's like, yeah, they just open it. They found a way to, to monetize it. Yeah, that's, yeah. And that's unfortunate. Um, 
Because you can go, like, I remember going to Comic-Con, and Comic-Con is so big that, like, you have movie panels, and then you've got movie screenings, you've got Artist Alley, you've got all this stuff, and then on top of all of that, they added the the video game stuff to it a few years ago. And so you could stand in line for hours just to play, like, five minutes of, of uh, you know, street the new Street Fighter arcade game or something mm-hmm. like that. It's crazy. So, like, now they've kind of... I've heard that they've opened it up more. Like, they'll have a hotel across the street that's all Nintendo or something. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, they've just expanded. So you just have to choose where you want to go and what you want to do. But I can't imagine paying all that money just to go in there and not be able to do it. It's like paying all that money to go to Disneyland. You rode two rides, you know, all day long. Yeah. Yeah. There's no fast pass option either. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. No, it's it's weird because you you know us guys you know as a kid teenager you know I'd, I'd read uh, EGM I'd read Game Pro and you read yeah. about all these oh, yeah. great stuff that happens in E3 and as a kid I'm like damn it'd be so awesome to go to one to E3 one these days just 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 to go and last year was my first year ever and that, that was like. 34 years in the making so when I went I was like damn I remember reading about this like as a kid and now I'm here and like and you're just like in awe about the experience and it's like wow this is so awesome this is what it's like to be at E3 and then the the feeling changed this year this year it's like what the hell man this is like I, when I see a 10 year old kid, kid on the floor I'm like this kid didn't even wait Two decades. He he's ten years old. He now he could say, "Oh, I've been to E3. I've been to E3. It's okay." And I'm like, dad, oh. "Yeah, his dad's probably a doctor or a lawyer oh. or something like that." Bought him the two hundred fifty dollar ticket. Yep, yep. So it's E3 is oh. basically babysitting that kid while his dad's across the street. Like yeah, in the well, bar. That, well, that kid, that kid probably complained the whole fucking time. <laughs> Fuck that kid. Like, made his dad miserable, so good for him for buying him E3 tickets. <laughs> you got what you deserve. It makes you so fucker. angry. It makes you so angry when I see that. So just picture, to make yourself feel better, <clears throat> just picture that kid crying in line because he's got to wait four hours to play the new Mario Brothers, and his dad looks fucking miserable. He's oh. having to sit there and listen to it. And then you like as soon as he puts the virtual reality thing on, he gets to the front of the line. You walk up and smack it off his head, <laughs> and then run away. Or by the, he's he's right about to play. You he's unplug right it. Up, yeah, you unplug it, or the electricity goes out, or it's time to close. <laughs> Sorry, sir, but we are yeah. for the day. So hopefully awesome. that, so, that image makes you feel better. <laughs> so what do you? What do you? So, John, do you, are you predicting what – you, what is the big prediction for next year? What do you think that is going to be the big to-do? Or is it – well, yeah, I mean, that's the question. What, what's the big to-do next year, do you think? Or do you think they're just going to expand upon what they're, what they're trying to do or what they've oh, been yeah, doing? Good. They see the money rolling in. They, they're selling T-shirts. They're selling hats. Like, they are going to milk this thing to no other. So they'll definitely – They'll probably have like different levels too. Maybe maybe they might add a fast pass option. You paid you know another two hundred bucks, you'll go right straight to the line and yada yada yada. But um, yeah, I don't. E three is competing now with what PAX. PAX has become such a, a force in the uh, video game industry. It's like like they had that model, they established it, and now I guess E three has seen it and they're like, 
what were we waiting for? You might as well make money off this, right? Now, I've been there longer. Does does I, I remember E three also changing venues every year? So are they, are they now staying in one spot? That's a good question. I I, I do remember it was sometimes they did L, uh, Las Las Vegas, and yeah. some years I guess they did L A. But it's I think for less maybe for a while now it's been L A. But um, I don't think they they go you know to Orlando or New York. But it's mm-hmm. been strictly West Coast. Yeah, maybe they've been. We've been to the Star Wars ones, and they keep switching back and forth between the coast. And uh, I know San Diego Comic Con; they were talking about for the longest time going to Vegas because they have more space there than any yeah. other place. Oh yeah, but, you guys have you guys ever been there? Oh yeah, I've been. To, well, I went to I, I I owned an electronics store for like fifteen years, and so we went to CES for the first five or six of those years. Oh, nice! And it was, I mean, talk oh, about insanity. Your eyes are like is, rolling in the back of your head. That is what we call the big show. The big show. Yeah, I mean. That was, I mean, something else. I remember coming home and going, oh, my God, I saw a 3D TV, and people are looking at me like, you're fucking retarded. And then, <laughs> sure enough, like five years later, it pops up. I mean, it took a long time, yeah. you know, but then it popped up. And uh, that's the thing is, like, you go to CES to see things, and you're like, oh, my God, that's amazing. But you might not ever see it, or it takes yeah. forever exactly. to come out. Yeah, but E3 is like, here's a game, and it might take a year or two years tops, you know. <laughs> Unless you're Blizzard. Unless you're, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, Duke Nukem Forever, which literally took forever. <laughs> that was now. a great game, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Um, well, well, this is cool. I mean, it's exciting to, to talk to somebody that's actually been there. I mean, we've I've been wanting to go there for years, but, you know, just never, it's never been. Um, now it's never uh, going to happen. It's no, never no. been a, a true priority. I mean, I've always, I went to Comic-Con for many years I went to WonderCon for many years when it was in San Francisco. Now it's in uh, Los Angeles now in uh, Anaheim uh, Convention Center. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. We're, we're patiently waiting for Star Wars to come back to the West Coast so we can go back to that one last time. I cosplayed once for, well, well cosplayed Star Wars. Oh, what did you dress up as? Uh, oh, gosh, I don't want to know. <laughs> was it Princess Leia? No. <laughs> Java. No. no, well, my girlfriend did. Uh, she did Darth Vader, and I did Anakin Skywalker. It was just. Oh. It was, yeah. Oh, sexy yeah. Vader. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> She's like, "Who's your daddy?" <laughs> Had me on a on a chain. <laughs> well, awesome, man, John. Thank you very much for. Uh, well, thank giving you guys us for having some, me. Giving us some scoops. Yeah, maybe it can be our, be our official uh, electronics correspondent here at Chew on This. Yeah. Uh, we tried to get oh, you for yeah. CES last, uh, this year, but uh, this year, it was yeah. too late. So yeah, CES is a tougher show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, January's coming up. Coming up. Oh, I'll be here soon enough. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be awesome. Well, awesome. Right, well, Thank yeah, you Yeah, John, plug, uh, plug your stuff again. Yes, go ahead. Uh, oh, you could catch me at Android Authority. Um, Twitter handle is John underscore C underscore Velasco. Same thing for Instagram. Uh, and you could check me out on VR Source uh, for all the VR stuff I do. What else? Um, I'm on all the social networks, Google Plus, even. So if you're on there, check me out. Uh, that's about it. Awesome. Anything else you want to add, Vic? Uh, no, that's it. Awesome. Well, thanks, John, again. That was uh, episode 86 of Chew on This, a Nerd United Podcast. I'm BJ. Vic.
Until next time, folks, chew on that. Later. <laughs>